Who's the... Don't know. Hello and welcome to Motive. My name is Julia Simpson. Welcome. 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 RJ Quillen. Zach Roberts. That's the hosts. This is a show. Welcome. I'm Julia. Here they are. Thanks, Julia. She's she's fired. I yeah, like, she's immediately fired. Like, but I mean, we've gone through. We've like, Artie's the best. Like, obviously, yeah, we need Artie back. But now he's in jail. Yeah, for murder. And so his trial is next week. And not only that, but then Stevens in jail too. Oh, for some oh, he went for to jail? whatever. Yeah. For whatever reason, I, I don't really understand how they connected him to the crime. When I, still, he... I still have post-traumatic, post-traumatic, post-traumatic stress syndrome yeah. disorder. Uh, yeah. Um, so, this week, uh, we have a few things to talk about. Uh, we really don't have anything. Well, I've, I've been thinking of a few things. Uh, we got a few things, apparently. Yeah. Just uh, seconds ago, we had nothing. Yeah, but then a few ideas just came into my mind. Uh, since last week... Uh, the, I'll, I'll list out the topics for you so that way you kind of know where the where the show's going. Okay. Uh, mostly for RJ, uh, I figured we could talk about Hotel Hell. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a great show. Uh, Chiller Thriller. Okay. And the Republican debate that I didn't watch. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, yeah. So it'll mostly be me talking to you about it, and then of course, like it'll lead into other political discussions. Why are you laying like this, Bella? Hi, Bella. She's so cute. <laughs> She's Suck literally it. so cute. I can confirm that she is super cute. Shut the fuck cute. up, Emily. My name's Julia. Same thing. It's not the same, honestly. Like if you know the letters, like, like it's literally, literally not the same. Well, I've got to close out the show. No, you don't. You gotta... I've got to close out the show. It's in my fucking one day contract. You fucking fat son of a bitch. Uh, Julie, Julia, that's, that was a little far. That's really hurtful, Julie. Well, it's in. You don't know what it's like to have post-traumatic syndrome. You don't know what it's like to have post-traumatic syndrome. Well, all I know is, <laughs> why is this room infested with ladybugs? Like, I can see two. Right I hate now. ladybugs. They stink when you kill them. Stink bugs. Yeah. They're like, they're like. Lady. Those aren't real. Yeah! Oh shit! It flew. <laughs> <laughs> it like looked right. It looked like right. It looked. It looked right at us, and then like opened its wings We're and started flying. Covers. Holy oh, shit! Okay. My life just flashed before my eyes. It was like, I like almost tipped the chair. <laughs> that was so fucking. We scary. almost just got killed by a ladybug. Um. So, hang on, boys. Uh, so, what happened was, uh, over the last, what should we start with? Hotel Hell. Yeah. We discovered, uh, while we were hanging out on the, like, ATTU-verse on demand, a show called Hotel Hell yeah, on we were Fox. all out of shows to watch. Yeah, we, were, we usually watch Lizard Lick Towing. Or Billy on the Street. Billy on the Street. And Practical Jokers. Pretty much anything on True TV. Except for Adam Rohn's Everything. We yeah. hate Adam Rohn's Everything. Uh, and we also we hate, hate the Fine Brother show. We hate sucks. grandfathered, but that's on Fox. We hate 
the grinder. Oh, we do hate we hate grinder. Uh, I also hate the voice. That's also on Fox, but we haven't seen that many ads for that. Um, I hate Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. Oh, we hate Shaquille O'Neal. Icy hot and gold bond foot medicated foot ointment. How does he have two commercials that play constantly? Yeah, I, for I, two I, different products on Fox. I don't know, but what I do know is Hotel Hell is essentially kitchen nightmares. But for hotels, starring Gordon Ramsay, it's kitchen nightmares with hotels. Yeah, it's it's and he and he focuses a lot on the kitchen, but then also he just like complains about the room. Yeah, like, at but, first we were like, why is Gordon Ramsay doing hotels? Like he's not qualified. Yeah, he's he's really, like he's really not like he's it's not like he's a famous yeah, hotel watched, like, person. Almost all of the like second season, like we still think he's not qualified. Yeah, it's so good though. But like every time he's like. You've got to put the customer first. Like that's obvious. Yeah, like, that's like he's just saying like obvious advice. like generic things. But when he's like, you've got to like spruce up, liven up the room and like Why is modernize it, so beige? it. Yeah, like you're just kind of like, but what do you know, Gordon? Like yeah, but like you're a chef. L- let's uh. So the basic premise of every episode, just like Kitchen Nightmares, like every is he go- like at the this is a shit hotel with a shit kitchen. The food's shit. The rooms are shit, and, and, then, reason, and the attendance is shit. The hotels, like they all, they all have like really nice restaurants that like warrants the chefs wearing, like the chef uniform. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the little button up. Yeah. I don't know, like, why it's like standard for chefs to wear that. I don't either. I've never seen anybody wear that. Yeah, like, I, in real life. Yeah, but yeah. for some reason, like fucking some hotel in the middle of Wyoming, they wear them. Yeah. And so, and for some reason, all the almost all the hotels have like some historic aspect to them. They're like right, old as shit. Um, and basically Gordon comes in, just like on Kitchen Nightmares, he, like, tastes the food, he sleeps in the room, he, and then he fucking yells at them, remodels it, and then leaves. Yeah. And it's great. So, maybe now we should, like, explain, like, how, do we have a favorite episode yet? Like, I think I have a favorite episode. Um. I feel like my favorite episode was the, like, one with the two bitches. Yeah, Ver, uh, Vanda and Rena. Yeah, the two bitches that fuck shit up. Just because yeah. they're, like, fuck-ups. Well, yeah, tell them about it. Oh, yeah, so, like, I don't even know how to say it. Like, these two, like, girls, like, were just... Their dad like, bought them the, a hotel. Yeah, their dad bought them a hotel, and they're just like... They hated their employees. Yeah. Because they're like, sorry we gave you a job, and you, like, fucking get tips and get paid, you fucking bitches. Like, yeah. Like, oh my god, your life must be so hard. Like, this one... Like, like cry yeah, all the time. cried so much, and they, they were, like, were they little, were like, literally rude to like, their employees, yeah. like for <laughs> such, no reason. Like, such idiots. They had like good employees too, and people who actually like all the employees had been there longer than like the owners had, and they just came in and like <laughs> ran it to shit, and then were mad. Yeah, and the general manager quit. She's like, I'm not doing it, but I'm not doing it. And then she quit because she's like, she was in a trailer, I think. Or she, yeah. she lived in like some shitty house. She was like poor, and, like, and but she was a nice lady. She was like <laughs> towards the end of the episode. Gordon's like, "What the fuck is going on here?" And they're just like, "We we want to stop. Like we just want to like <laughs> yeah, stop doing like this. this. Like this is not meant for <laughs> us." So instead of selling the hotel, they just brought back the fired or the the girl who quit. Let her run it, and then they just moved to Minneapolis, Minnesota. <laughs> they were so happy to yeah. move to Minneapolis. Like, like he's like he's like then move back to Minneapolis. She's like, and oh girl, my god! And she literally started crying. She's like, yes, that's what I've always wanted, Gordon. Thanks. Yeah, and I was like, like he, fuck you, Rena. Like, like she was so ugly. Like she could have moved to Minneapolis anyway. At any given moment, like she could have moved back to Minneapolis. Oh. I don't know why she decided to like oh, own this. Here's hotel. another good episode: the one with like the three idiots. Yeah, the Murphy's Hotel. Is that your favorite one? No, I was my favorite one is actually like. I think, like, because the funniest one to me was the fucking share lady. 
that we watched oh, last yeah, that night. Was a good that episode. was fucking hilarious. That was a hilarious episode. This bitch tried to have a <laughs> as singing career, and her name was what was it? Uh, Callie. Su- <laughs> it's, it's literally spelled S Z C Z Awinski. So like Sizzawinski, and she tried to have a famous. She tried to have a singing career that didn't work out for her. So she then bought a hotel just so she could sing in it every night. <laughs> And she loved... She thought she was the best at Cher. She did an actual, like, Cher impression. Yeah, you fucking yeah. That's the only song she said. Yeah, that, well, that they showed. And she, like, threw herself into it. Like, she did the ugliest, like, facial expression. So fucking funny. Because it's like, there's, like, three people in the dining room. And, and she's like, just laughing at Yeah, it. and she's singing, like, If I could turn back time. But, like, horrible. It wasn't even, like, a good... It was a good share impression, I guess, but it was, like, one of those, like, over-the-top, like, stereotypical share impressions. <laughs> yeah, like but the bitch also just couldn't share. sing. And she, uh... Come to find out that, like, her general manager that she brought in to, like, save the day was talking shit behind her back. So, like, they have this confrontation near the freezer, and she's like, turns out you're just a dirty, slimy, rotten, no-good, stab-in-the-back asshole, and then fire him. pretty accurate, like, what she yeah. said. And she's like, you're fired. And he's like, okay. So then Gordon goes through, like, all this stuff, like, revamping her pool, like, oh, giving man. her all this new furniture, like, repainting, like, doing all this nice shit. And then w- when he, like, leaves <laughs> to go, like, do something else for a second, like, go to a different, you know, to set up for another big reveal or whatever, she's like, this is too much work. Like, he gave us, yeah, like, a fucking like, nightmare. Yeah, like... She's like, to, like, we gotta go out every, yeah, this. she's like, like we gotta go out every night for an hour and, like, put all this stuff away, like, every night and put it all up in the morning, like, we're just not gonna do it. And she was complaining because he got rid of these plastic grapes that she had hanging in her kitchen, That's or in, like, the dining room, because it covered up a hole in the wall. <laughs> so, like, Gordon takes her out to the dumpster, and he's like, if you want all this shit back, like, I'll put it on the fucking patio and take my shit and fucking leave. And she's like... No, I'm more grateful than you'd ever know. He's like, we have a weird way of showing it. Yeah. Like, terrible. And then just, like, way. ran away. Like, I, I was so confused. Like, I would have been so pissed. Yeah, I would have just, like... Re- I, just I would have he just taken $150,000 worth of renovations. So he says. Like, just even... I, I thought, like, he spent, like, tops 15000 on each place. Yeah, like... How could Fox afford that? Yeah, literally, like, how could they? Like, well, that's family, he, guys. But, but he also <laughs> said, like... He also said that, like, Overstock.com, like, donated a lot of it for them to just say, like, Overstock.com donated this. Like, kind of like how on Extreme Home Makeover, like, they do it for, like, free, essentially, because they're donating it for the publicity of being on the show. So I think that probably has a little bit to do with it. But it's a great show. Like, we're running out of episodes, and it's kind of sad. because I love Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, it's... And it's such an interesting show, like, because it's... You know, Hell's Kitchen and MasterChef are kind of competition series. Like, you kind of got to watch every episode to kind of know, like, who the people are, like, how they've grown, like, who should win. But Kitchen Nightmares and Hotel Hell are interesting to watch because it's, I mean, and I don't know if it's, like, true TV where it's pretty much fake, but I don't think most of it is. But there have been a few times... I think, like, there is stuff that's faked, but I feel like for the most part, like, why would they fake it? Yeah. Well, there's a, like, there was one episode of Kitchen Nightmares where this guy, where Gordon found, like, an actual, like, mouse, like, a dead mouse in, like, the freezer or something like that, and the guy, like, blamed, like, said Gordon Ramsay put it in there on purpose, and then, like, Gordon left, (laughs) because he was so offended. He's like, why would I ever do that? And he's like, well, I don't know, to get more ratings, because he's like, we've never had a mouse. Like, he's like, it's literally right here. (laughs) So, it, you know, it makes you wonder, like, I wonder if any of it is put on or if it is mostly reality 
who knows? But it's a great, it's a great show. It is, and it's it's fun to watch. And it's like it, like as soon as this is over, like so we'll much probably good time. like as matter. soon as this is over, we will probably watch an episode of Hotel Hell. I think I think there's like a one hundred percent chance we will. Yeah, there is a there is a one hundred percent chance that that will be happening. I'm very excited to watch Hotel. Hell. Me too. Let's wrap it up. I'm just saying, like we're like not even fifteen minutes in. We're like wrap it up. We gotta get <laughs> we to, had Hotel to watch Hell. Hotel Hell. Um, what was the other thing we wanted to talk about? Oh, Chiller Thriller. Chiller Thriller. Uh, so when I, so my high school or our, our high school. Alma mater. Yeah, alma mater. Alma mater. Is that really what it is? Yeah. I thought that was only for college. No. Uh, we do a variety. The show choir does a variety show every year, and you know anybody can be in it. It should just be show choir, but anybody can be in it, and they can do any act that they want. You know, according to like the school guidelines or whatever. And for, by everybody's. Like, by everybody's account, like, not just mine, I, like, I was the, like, Brie, Brianna Nicole Reagan and I were the stars of Chiller Thriller and Spring Fever. Like, people came to see, like, what we were doing. And it definitely sounds conceited, but, like, we were the best part of the show. Like, it was a lot of people singing these boring-ass fucking songs and then all of a sudden, like, this hilarious act of these two people, like, running around screaming, essentially. Because we did the Stuart and Doreen skits from, like, Mad TV. And people loved them. And we we enjoyed doing it. Like, you know, I think it's because we had such a good time doing it and, like, working on it that it showed. And people enjoyed that. They responded to that. And then immediately it was just boring again as soon as it was over. Yeah, I remember, like, hating the rest of the performances, like singing, like, these boring-ass fucking songs, just, like, Mumford and Sons. Yeah, and, like, none of them are talented. Like, that's the thing. And, like, people, like, playing their trumpets. And and, and just, like, a lot of the people at Northwestern aren't that talented. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. And it was a small school. Like, we didn't have many people, but, like... And, our, and Mrs. Perks, at least, didn't have auditions for it, so it just... It was, if you were... If you put in the paperwork, you were there. And so, you know, you'd get people up there singing and people would actually make fun of them. Like, no, yeah, we did yeah. all the time. <laughs> one girl, one year, um, a girl, it was, I don't know. Do you know Devin Young? Sounds familiar. Yeah. She had like, she's like morbidly obese, has kids, went to our yep, school. Yep. I know. She sat there at Chiller Thriller and Cody recorded. Cooper. Yeah. She yep. sat there and recorded some girl singing. I, you wouldn't know. It was probably like Katie Key. It was someone like Katie Keys. Recorded. Tanner. No, but recorded no Katie Keys singing. We're just calling it Katie Keys. And then posted on YouTube saying, like, fat bitch can't sing at Chill oh. Thriller and, like, spread it around the school and was suspended for, like, a week because really? of it. Yeah, and, like, it was deleted and, like, all that stuff because it was it was actually bullying. For sure, Katie Keys did a really bad song. Yeah, it was terrible. <gasps> there was that song, she, was it the Kate song Katie Keys wrote? No, it was before that. Do you remember that song, though? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't remember, like, what it sounded like or what it was. I know it was bad. It was real bad. But, no, this was, like, an actual, like, Demi Lovato song. Uh... Um, so then after we graduated, like, we, you know, when we graduated, we were like, we're gonna go to every, like, show thriller and Spring Fever and all the musical and all that stuff to, like, support our friends. And at first it was fun, but then you realize, like, you know, like, this year when I went, I hardly knew anybody in it. Like, I hardly know anybody at Northwestern anymore. And not that I care, but like, and it was super boring because you didn't know them and they were super not talented. (laughs) It was like the most boring show I've ever been to in my entire life. Like it was just song after song after song after song after boring fucking songs they sing. Um, uh, honestly, like I don't even remember like I, because they were uh, completely unmemorable. Do you not have the like 
No. Uh, Someone me. sang Chasing Cars. You remember that song? Yeah. If I lay here, but it was bad. If I just lay here. Yeah, but it was not good. That's a good uh, song, though. And it then, okay, there's this, <laughs> there's this one uh, group, there's this one, like, skit where they called it Beowulf, and it was, like, about Beowulf, but <laughs> not. Why are you putting quotes up for a because Beowulf? Like, because, like, it's not, it wasn't Beowulf, you know, like, we had Beowulf to, we had to read Beowulf, but it was, like, a skit, it, it, was, it would basically be, like, how you would explain Beowulf to, like, a child. But even then, not really. Like some guy, like, slays a... Yeah, but it was, like, completely unrecognizable. Like, the whole time... Okay, like, so, like, this girl comes out and she's had... She has a sign that says, fucking cheer. So we're like, woo! You know, like, we're cheering. And this little fucking, like, bitch comes out. And she's, like... She's Grendel. Right? I hardly remember. Yeah, she's Grendel, right? And then, like, they're fucking rolling around in whipped cream on the stage or some shit. And then, like, we're supposed to go, Grendel, Grendel, woo! Grendel, Grendel, woo! I don't know. I don't know what the fuck was going on. They're, like, rolling around in fucking whipped cream, screaming, Grendel, Grendel, woo! And they're, like, wearing name tags and shit, and, like, Matt Tatman was randomly there. This sounds like Matt Tatman. Yeah. This sounds like some sort of, like, art show that would, like, go into, like, New York City. Like a performance art. like, real artists. Yeah. But, like, it wasn't. And I didn't understand it. And, like, someone was off stage, like, reading a script, like, over the... And, uh, like... You know, they were saying, like, and then Grendel fell in the pit of whipped cream, except, like, that's not what they were saying. Like, they didn't they didn't mention what the fuck was happening with the whipped cream, but for some reason they were all covered in whipped cream by the end of it. <laughs> what the fuck? And they were, like, in an argument, and, like, at I one know, point... I wanted to be there. Yeah, and, like, at one point, Brie leaned over, and she's like, I'm pretty sure this is, like, porn. <laughs> because that's what it, like, they were, like, wrestling in fucking whipped cream. It was, like, two bitches, while this other, like, bitch was, like, reading the so script or whatever. Lesbians. Well, I don't think they actually are, but one girl just looked like a lesbian, you know what I mean? And that's stereotypical as fuck, but, like, it's yeah, kind of true. Yeah, we're, th- we're the lesbians. And it was so <laughs> bad. Like, it was so bad. And then, um, in the second act, yeah, there were two fucking acts, and it was terrible. Oh, I forgot to mention, Mrs. Perks tried to make us pay for our tickets. Really? Which never happens. Like, she, she emailed me the day before, and she was like, um, I have two seats, or the day of, and she's like, I have two priority tickets reserved for you, just pick them up when you get there and enjoy the show, like, tell me if you can't come. So we're like, cool. She's never made us pay for a ticket, like, me at least, she's never made me pay for a single ticket to anything ever. And we get there, and I was like, yeah, I have tickets for Zach Roberts, and she says, it, the note card says, Zach Roberts, not paid. And the girl's like, that'll be $20, and I was like, no. $20? Yeah, because it was two $10 tickets, and I was like, no. What? So I snuck in the back door. And you just sat in the priority seating? Yeah, I sat in the same seat that Mrs. Perks assigned for me, but I was not paying for it. <laughs> because even if she had told me to bring money, like, I would not have thought it would be $10. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I would never pay $10 for Chiller Thriller. Like, even when I was in it, like, I don't think it was still worth $10. Maybe worth 3 Yeah. And so, I, 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 paid and I was like, I honestly, like, it kind of hurt my feelings that she, like, made me pay, like, I didn't matter anymore, like, I was just another person, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which I guess, like, I talked to her after the show, and, like, that's not, like, I didn't mention that I didn't pay for the ticket, but, you know, I talked to her, like, I thought you hated me, like, because you wouldn't say hello, like, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, I got over it, of course, but at the time, I was very offended, and I shouldn't have been, but I was very did offended. Did Bree sneak in the back door, too? Yeah, we both did. And we were both offended that she made us pay for the ticket. We told everybody we could think of, because, <laughs> it you know, it wasn't until we found out that someone else, like, another student also had to pay for their ticket that shouldn't... Like, Alec Foltz had to pay for his ticket, and he graduated. Yeah. And, you know, 
But anyway, we, uh, in the second act, they did, you remember, like, the Saturday Night Live, like, Celebrity Jeopardy? Yeah, it was hilarious. They did that, but with Northwestern teachers, but it wasn't the teachers themselves, it was students playing the teachers. It sounds like it could have been good. It was, it was, it it was probably the best thing of the night, but, like, it still wasn't that good. Who did they do it with? Uh, Dale Reno wrote it, you know Dale Reno. He goes to the Northwestern? Yeah. Yeah. He's in high school? Yeah, he's only 17. What? No, I think he's a junior. What the fuck? Or a sophomore. I could have swore he was like 22. No. He wrote it. He played Alex Trebek. And then they had they had Addie Smith. Uh, you don't you don't know any of these people. Addie Smith played Cindy Shrove. Some guy played Kevin Fraker. And Diabetes, Landon Rohr, played Mr. Stevenson. Not Mr. anybody Stevenson. that we know. He's not someone that we know. But Who is he, though? <laughs> he's he just a teacher. I don't know what he teaches. History, maybe? And he's also this uh, football coach. It's not so he's Mr. Stevens. Yeah, but not Mr. Stevens. Stevens. Yeah, <laughs> and Mr. Fraker ran, like the actual Mr. Fraker ran the uh, PowerPoint, which was like this. You know, I'll take two hundred. You know what I mean? He sat off stage though, so no one really knew that he was involved. But it was pretty funny. Kevin like Fraker you know, is bisexual. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Cindy like Shrove. Cindy Shrove made a poop joke, you know, like like she would. She like poop. Kevin Fraker was very dorky and professional, and Mr. Stevenson only talked about his turtle, which I guess he has a pet turtle in his classroom, or whatever. And kind of sounds like an ass. Yeah, and it, he would be like pretty much like Mr. Stevens, a big fucking douchebag and a Republican. You know who I love, Mrs. Fraker. They showed something of her. Yeah, well, she's a bird. She looks like a fucking she bird. She does look like a bird, but she's nice. Uh. She, um, anyway, so, the only, it was, like, it was interesting, and it was, like, exciting, like, people liked it, and it was funny, it was very short, like, you know, like, you know, some of these songs seemed like they were eternities long. I would have loved to make fun of, like, teachers in high oh, school. Oh, for like, sure. Like, I wish we would have did that, like, and really just, like, tore apart, like, Mr. Stevens. Yeah, and, like, fucked our fingers up, like, <laughs> um, it was very short, and, like, you know, and and because everything else seemed so long and it was so fucking boring, like, it seemed even shorter, you know what I mean? Yeah. But really it was. They answered, like, one question and then it was over. Um, but I guess the biggest story of the night was Topanga. There's officially a girl, a girl named, Topanga. At, at, named Topanga at Northwestern. And, like, it has to be after Boy Meets World, like... There's no... Yeah. Topanga's not a name. You know what I mean? Like, Topanga's <laughs> not a name that, like, people give each other. Like, that's immediately a reference to Boy Meets World. And, like, I guess, like, high school age kids now, like, their parents, probably, it's, like, when they were teenagers, watched Boy Meets World. Which is weird, because, like, we watched Boy Meets World. Right, but we were, like, babies. But Topanga is a furry, and she had one of those, like, furry, uh like, Head. hats with, like, an ear, like, with ears on it, yeah. and, like, one with the paws, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she... Like, not, like, the full suit, just the paws on the head. The ones that, like, attach to the head, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, and she, uh, I guess has, like, three different boyfriends. <laughs> she did a skit with Conrad Nasal. Yeah, okay. Conrad Nasal was randomly in it, and... Okay. So, okay, first she did a song, no clue what the song was, Never heard it in my entire life. It was terrible. If I just leave. Yeah, not that. And she let... And then, so that was over, you know, whatever. Like, we thought that would be the only time that we saw her. But then right before... Was she in the furry outfit the entire time? Yeah. Same outfit. And then before the... the, uh, Before intermission... It was supposed to be after intermission, but before intermission, 
she came out and did like some weird like next on ABC thing with like Conrad Nasal. It was fucking weird. It was like Halloween specials from like TV shows that don't exist. Like I I can't even explain it because it was so boring and so bad. <laughs> and Mr. Mitchell, the new Mr. Yazel, and Mrs. Perks decided to close the curtain in the middle Mr. of it. Mr. Mitchell, like, are, like... No. And he, uh... They closed oh, the curtain like, on the was, middle of it. He was there at senior year, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. They closed the curtain on the middle of it. <laughs> like, Why? Because it was so bad. And because it wasn't even supposed to be happening right then. And because Mrs. Perks... Like, I talked to her after the show. And Mrs. Perks said they they made the executive decision to cut her act in the middle of it because it was so embarrassing that she would have been made fun of. And so That's in fucked. the I know so in the middle of the act, the curtain starts closing and she Topanga screams, "No, you're not supposed to do that yet!" And like flicks the like tries to shove the curtain back and they just keep closing it and they're like, "We'll have a brief fifteen minute intermission." That's fucked. Yeah, it was it was awkward Topa- as fuck. What if Topanga killed herself that night? She probably should have because it was that embarrassing. Oh god. And then so then she comes back up later in the second act. And she's singing another song that I've never heard of with her, I think, her actual boyfriend, because it's like a love song. And he's a fucking dweeb. Like, he's... Is he like the Kyle? Is he Kyle? Kyle who? Kyle. Oh, no. No, 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 not that kind of dweeb. Like, should, we, should we talk about Kyle? Like, no. He's not that kind of dweeb. He's like... Uh, he's more like Dungeons and Dragons dweeb. Well, like I guess... Ron and Einhouse. Yeah, 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 yeah. More along Ron and Einhouse. Um, do you know Christian Yarbrough? Nope. That's who he looks like. He's like, he's like chubby, like a thirteen-year-old's mustache. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like and then, there. yeah, and then like, like, right uh, like a unibrow kind of, like a fading uni, like a like a growing unibrow. So, like, hideous. Yeah, he's super hideous. Uh, had like a mole on his cheek, and Ew. he's wearing like a like a fedora. No, yeah. Uh, I forgot it. I forgot about that. He's yeah, wearing. He a was wearing a fedora, of course. And then he had like a. Like a casual Jack Sparrow outfit on, like if that makes any sense, <laughs> like a casual, like a more like casual, a casual version of Jack Sparrow, yeah. And um, as he's standing there, like holding the mic with like both hands, like he has like one hand on the mic stand like and one balls. hand on the mic, yeah. And he's like sw- like rocking back and forth, like super like s- hardcore <laughs> rocking, like not not just like swaying, but like actually like stepping like off. He's like, loving it, yeah. And he's like. You know, like, like fucking bobbing his head and like mouthing so big, but like you don't know what the song is. No, no clue. But the words that are coming, like, I'll sing it to turn back time, but that's not what he was singing. <laughs> but he was like, he was essentially doing like, if I, but the song he was <laughs> his voice, his like facial expression, the way he was dancing and the way he was moving his mouth looked like he was screaming it. Like if you had, if you saw a video and it was muted, you would think he was screaming. But it was coming out like, if I could turn back time, if I could find a way, it was Ew. horrible. Like, it was so bad. And he, uh, and, and the whole time he's singing, like, his verses, Topanga is mouthing the lyrics, which is highly, like, unprofessional, like, in any setting. Like, you're not supposed to do that, yeah. like, when you're performing. And she's, like, sitting there, like, rocking out, like, mouthing the fucking lyrics, and then it's just, they're singing together. It was so bad. It was so bad. Like, Brie and I were, like, dying of laughter. And, like, uh, uh, finally, when it closed, someone was, someone yelled encore, like, in a rude way. They were like, encore, like, do an encore. It was so fucking funny. I Everybody left? Yeah, everybody hated it. Because he was, like, he was dancing so hard and so intense 
but like that's so like cringy. what it came. It was so cringeworthy. Oh, what was the other thing that was cringe? Chris Perkins. You remember Chris Perkins, uh, Mr. President? That guy. Oh, that like. Oh, I hate Chris Perkins. Yeah, I fucking hate Chris Perkins. He's and the Brandon Rogers of that class. Even more cringe though. Like, he's such a dork. Like he is. Was he like Brandon Regal type cringe? Yeah. What did he do We're that was so cringeworthy? Name, like. What did he do that was so cringeworthy? Oh, Mr. President. What did he do? Well, that, but he did something at Show Thriller, and I can't remember. He did, um, he, he did, he choreographed, like, he did the whole, uh, watch me whip dance, like, five douchebag boys, and then so, Chris Perkins oh, danced to watch me whip, and it was so funny, because it was one of those acts where you would think it would be a crowd pleaser, because they're doing a popular song, they're doing a popular dance, and they're, like, five popular boys who are attractive, yeah. except for Chris Perkins. Chris and, Perkins is kind of attractive. Yeah, She's, like, annoying. Nobody clapped. Like, I imagined it <laughs> Not was... Not one person? I, well, they clapped, but I imagined it was going to be like, wow! Because, like, people... Yeah, like, so, you know, it, it seemed like a crowd-pleasing I feel like that song is kind of, like, played, like... And people were just like, you know, a polite applause. Like, it's over, but... You know they were, they clapped harder for fucking Topanga and her boyfriend, and that was terrible. And you know it was something that, because like, you know, at some point in the song he says like "break your legs now, break your legs now, break your legs." I thought it said "stanky." He leg. says "stanky leg," but he also does break like so "stanky leg." He went around and sprayed fucking like axe on their legs. Like, while he was oh doing it. And, God. like, on Break Your Legs, he was going up and pretending like he was breaking their legs. It was real fucking cheesy. And, and when... Do you want to, like, cyberbully him? Yeah. And when it started, when it started, like, he came out and, like, did a fucking backflip, like, on stage. Because he's a cheerleader, also. Okay. And so he did, like, a backflip, and people, you know, and people were just like, neat. Like, I don't... I, I think people hate Chris Perkins. Um, I hope they do. Then they also, for I don't know why, but they did like fucking like patty cake on stage. Like I don't know what it fucking was because the mic wasn't working. I mean it worked, but like you could not. There were four people sitting, like two like two people sitting across from each other, and they were doing fucking like uh, like, like the and like song. singing, yeah, but. I was like, why? This isn't, like, an audience thing. You don't do this for an audience. Like, this is nothing. Like, and they... So, they're still on stage, because, like, the way Mrs. Perks does it is, like, she sends three acts out at once, and then they do one, two, three, and then the next three acts come out, and they do one, two, three, and you just wait on stage the whole time. And so, they're sitting on stage, and Mrs. Perks is, like, playing music for someone. Uh, and, like, she's playing the vocal part, but only for them to hear. You know what I mean? Well, so can, and then, yeah. like, over the sound system is an actual, like, instrumental track. Yeah. And so Mr. Perks is running the instrumental track. That sounds really elaborate. Yeah, and he puts in... So he puts in the, uh... He puts in the CD and he plays the wrong... He You know, it just automatically plays the first track. Well, they need the second track. Um, and this is a different act. Like, this has nothing to do with Chris Perkins. Like, he's just on stage. And so Mrs. Perks, like, you know, like, raise, like starts, like, shaking, like, a, a peace sign in the air to say, like, number two, you know what I mean? Like, tra yeah. change the track, change the track. And Chris Perkins, like, is sitting there, and he, like, leans into the microphone, like, wrong track. Wrong track. They need the next track. Play track two. Wrong track. Wrong track. They need track two. Wrong. 
wrong track. I don't know. It just pissed me off because I was like, "Stop, Chris Perkins!" Like, I fucking hate the kid. I I genuinely hate Chris Perkins. There was something he did that was real cringeworthy, and I can't remember what it was. Oh, I remember. Okay, Good. I remember. It was him and Landon Roar who has diabetes. Why and, is that like? Because that's like what I know about him. Okay. Like he has diabetes. He tried to have sex with Jordan Burkhardt, and he yeah. has probably like a small penis. Or no, he had tried to have sex with uh, Brett Hensley too. So like clearly he's just horny. Because like yeah. it's Brett Hensley, and Brett Hensley. If you're watching, like <laughs> yeah, literally I like say that. Should, yeah. Um, <laughs> so he uh, he comes out. It's so funny. Like Landon Roar comes out and he's like, or, okay, the curtains closed. And Mrs. Perks, like, randomly puts in, um, like, in-between skit, like, acts. Like, so she had people come out and tell, like, bad Halloween jokes that she wrote. So it'd be like, knock, knock, who's there? Boo, boo, who? Why you crying? You know what I mean? It was bad. Like, it was already cringeworthy. But then he came out, Chris Perkins comes out, and he's like, hey, Landon, what are you doing? Or what are you doing for Chiller Thriller? And Landon's like, well, you remember that song I wrote last year about bananas? Or what, it was, it was, hey, Landon, what are you, what are you eating for lunch? And he's like, well, you remember, well, you all know what I like. And he, like, looks out at the audience, he's like, do you remember the song I wrote, like, he's like, you guys remember the song I wrote last year? Everybody's like, no. And Landon, and Landon's like, it's about bananas, sing along, you guys know the words. Nobody knew what the fuck he was talking about. <laughs> and so, like, I, like, I'm in the second row, and I was like, we don't know. Like, we don't know what you're talking about. I'm sure you were saying it just yeah, like that. Yeah, I, I, I like, just as loud as I would talk to a normal person, and I'm in the second row. Like, he heard me. And, like, he and Chris Perkins start going, like, peel, banana, peel, the banana. You know what I'm talking about? Like, that, like, weird chant. Like, now go, bananas, go, go, bananas. Yeah, and they're, like, like, dancing in fucking circles. It was the cheesiest fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire life, but it was so funny, because I'm sitting there, like, he's like, sing along, you guys know the words, like, first of all, it's not even a song, and I was like, no, we don't, like, you literally just said, do you remember the (laughs) song that we sing, and we, nobody said yes, like, we do not know what you're doing, and he's just like, (laughs) just imagine, like, them doing, like, your entire time, you're like, what are you doing, like, you don't know (laughs) Yeah, I, the whole time I just sat there, like, what is this, like, I don't know what this is, like, Peel. Now go! Bananas! And they were, like, dan- like jumping and shit. And I was just like, I would rather be dead than, like, ever see this again. Do you have, like, those moments, like, where you wish you had, like, a sniper rifle? Like, Grand Theft Auto, and just, like, scoped in and just killed him? Yeah, like, I want... Like, I hate Chris Perkins. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Chiller Thriller. And I don't think... Like, if it was up to me, I wouldn't go back. Oh, okay, so then, like, every year at Chiller Thriller, the last act, the whole show choir dances to Thriller. It's a dance that Mrs. Jensen's mom came up with, like, Jesus. watching a Paul Abdul video. It's like, we've done it for years. And... Why, why a Paul Abdul? It was a Paul Abdul workout tape. Okay. And they, like, she, they did a dance to Thriller. I'm gonna make a dance. Yeah, they, she did That's a dance. That's Paula Dean. <laughs> They did a Paula Abdul, like, workout dance to Thriller, and so she kind of, like, took some of that stuff and molded it into this dance. And so, when Mrs. Jensen left, you know, you had people who had had, you know, we ha- you had seniors then who had, had known it for, like, three years with Mrs. Jensen. But now, as we get further and further away, now, there is nobody at, at Northwestern High School who ever learned that dance from Mrs. Jensen. Did you know somebody who knew the original? Well, it's it's the same dance, but, like, each year it just gets, like, tweaked a little bit. You know, it gets, like, a little less crisp, you know. Something else, something small changes, like, yeah. you know, 
and and now it's like I I watch it and I'm like sad now because it's it's not yeah. it's not good like it's not as good as what it should be and it's because like you know Mrs. Perks doesn't know the dance because Mrs. Perks didn't didn't know the dance you know what I mean and like she, she says okay do it. yeah like she she has students teach it because she doesn't know it you know what I mean yeah. but she should know it kind of by now like she kind of does but like you know Mrs. Mrs. Van Gorder choreographed it and taught it middle school choir teacher mrs ms van gorder is mrs jensen but mrs van gorder is mrs jensen's mom what yeah wait mrs jensen is mrs van gorder yeah what did you really not know that no yeah miss when mr smith died ms van gorder mrs jensen what yeah ms van gorder got mr smith's job when he died and then when we were in sixth grade, in between sixth and seventh grade, she got married and became Mrs. Jensen. Did not know that. That's fucking You just weird. thought Miss Van Gorder the died? I thought she just quit or something. Yeah, no, that's well, Miss Van Gorder. I never paid attention to choir until I met you. Yeah. I was like sophomore year, so I just like, you're like, Mrs. Jensen? I'm like, yeah, Mrs. Jensen, whatever, yeah. whatever. Well, by then it was Mrs. Perks. Same thing. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, so Mrs. Van Gorder, Mrs. Jensen's mom, choreographed it, and then, you know, Mrs. Jensen took over after that. And so now... It's, you know, it's, like, degree... It's, like, years away from, like, what Mrs. Jensen would have had us do. And, you know, it's, like, a little sloppier each year, and, like, people mess up more often, and, like, you know, eventually it's just not gonna even be, like, the same. Yeah. And it's just... It's, like, it was, like, sad to me, but not in, like, a nostalgic way. It was more of, like, this is sad. Like, it looks bad. Yeah, you're, like, a conservative who's, like, seen America, like, this ain't what... we, We used to be a country who prided ourselves. Exactly. On American values. Exactly. And moral values, I guess. Yeah. So, speaking of conservatives, that was a good segue. Good segue. The, uh, the Republicans had their th- third debate, I think. It was horrible. Like... Was it just boring? Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't boring. It was, like, the most exciting one, because they were all talking over each other. They were all fighting. Oh, and now I wish I would have watched Yeah, it. and CNBC did a terrible job. Like, because of this... What is the difference between MSNBC, NBC, and CNBC? Well, they're all owned by NBC. I realize that. But like, MSNB- I don't. MSNBC is just like liberal talk news, and CNBC is like finance. Like okay. CNBC is where that like weird uh, like money guy is. You know what I'm talking about? That oh. like guy that has like that weird money show, like <laughs> where he's like buy, 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 sell, sell, like crazy money or something weird. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, and then there's that, you know, that guy, that the the prophet or whatever, and then they, it's a, it's a fuck channel, like, no one watches it, <laughs> and it's, because it's very, it's boring as fuck, like, you they, like, CNBC, like, like, C-SPAN, which well, is they, already boring. Yeah, well, CNBC is also, like, has a liberal bias, bias to it, of course, but, good. they, uh, NBC is a shit it was work. so bad, like, the... Like see like the RNC, the Republican National Committee uh, pulled out of any NBC debates. Like they don't want NBC to have anything to do with their debates anymore because it was that bad. Like NBC, CNBC was terrible at moderating this debate. Um, so the first question they asked is like, "What is your biggest weakness?" And my favorite answer was Ben Carson's because he literally said, um, "I think my my biggest weakness is not really seeing myself and, and as the president." what <laughs> and he's like i didn't really see myself being the president uh, until like hundreds of thousands of people told me to what like what does that even mean like you're he's like now leading some of the polls like and he doesn't see himself being the president 
I hate Ben Carson. I have stick. I have two stickers of him on my wall. On your wall? Yeah, put them on my wall. Like you unglued, like you stuck no, them I to the wall. I put double-sided tape on the what? Like on the. <laughs> yeah. You know, like this. Any time I could just peel off. Like yeah. I want to keep a sticker. Yeah. Okay. Um. But they're on my wall. And then there was one moment when, uh, like John Kasich's opening statement was pretty good, where he said like. He completely ignored what's my biggest weakness, because that was, like, the opening statement, but he completely ignored that question. He was like, no, I want to take this opportunity to say, like, if we as a party nominate Donald Trump or Ben Carson, like, we're fucked, is essentially what he said. Why Ben Carson? I feel like they like Ben Carson. No, they don't like Ben Carson. Ben Carson's just as crazy. Ben Carson said if the Nazi, if the Jews had guns, the Holocaust wouldn't have happened. Literally. The Jews had guns. That makes sense. No. How does that, like, I feel like that's, like, how does that not make sense? I mean, it does, but, like, it's still fucked up. Like, the Holocaust was like, going to happen anyway. Like, why did he even, like, say that? Exactly. Like, I Because he was, he was saying it in a way to support the Second Amendment. Oh, I guess that makes sense, but, like... And, the you know, he's just, he's fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> Ben Carson's fucking, like, fucking stupid. No, they don't like... Ben Carson and Donald Trump... And like Carly Fiorina, like none of the Republicans like them. Really? Yeah, because they're. They I thought ha- like Ben Carson was like. No, they have they no like. no like the geo like the actual Republican yeah, candidates. Like the, GOP. like the GOP itself hates them because they're they're not establishment. They're crazy. They say whatever they want, and they have no governmental experience. Even Carly Fiorina. Yeah, even Carly Fiorina. I didn't know they hated her. Yeah, well, and because she's a woman, like they already oh, yeah, started well, they out hating her. Women. But, um. So John Kasich was like, if we nominate one of these extreme candidates, like, we're fucked. Like, we will lose. We will lose. The White House will go back to the Democrats, which, like, obviously isn't a bad, which obviously isn't a bad thing for us. But I mean, like, to them, you know, he's saying, like, we're fucked as a, as a, as a, as a party if we lose this election. And I think he's right. If the Republicans lose in 2016, like, they're pretty much done. Like, I would think. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of people thought that after the 2012 election, because, you know, because Mitt Romney was just fuck like well, a fuck of a candidate. Yeah, exactly. But you know, like we, th- like obviously we think Obama's good. But like Obama, and you know, going into the twenty twelve election was a pretty weak president. Like they, you know, there was a lot of there was a lot of divide. Yeah, because and, like, you know, obviously he, he was as much as he said. He yeah, did, like obviously he was going to win the Democrats. But in terms of like actually winning an election, you have to get some Republicans and and yeah. independents to vote for you. And Obama was not. In a good, he was not in a good place to do that. Like, if there was ever an election that the GOP could have taken back the White House in the middle of a term, it would have been that one. Yeah. Like the 2012 election, you know, was theirs to lose, and they did. And of course, like you know, we worked hard to to do that, but and and they nominated a bad candidate, but. You know, in in all honesty, like in all the people that ran in twenty twelve in the GOP primary, like Mitt Romney was their best candidate, and that's sad. Yeah, that is pretty sad because he was like a fucking idiot. And now, like you know, Jeb Bush was the front runner, and yeah, all he's doing terrible. Yeah, and now he's Jeb fifth. Bush is like fifth and sixth in the polls, and it's funny. Like in the first debate, he was like it was like Donald Trump, Jeb Bush, and now it's like Donald Trump, Jeb Bush, Donald Trump, Jeb Bush, and then eventually, like Jeb Bush is just not even going to be on the stage. Because he's going to have to drop out. Good, because I don't like Jeb Bush. I hate Jeb Bush. And I love, Bill Maher was talking about it on his show. He was like, are we going to like stop pretending that he's the smart Bush? Because like, that's what they keep calling him. Like, <laughs> he's the smart Bush. Like, 
Bill Maher's like, he's fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> he's running a horrible campaign. He's not smart. Like, he's like, I don't think there is such a thing as a smart Bush. And I think he, he has a point. Bill Maher also called for the repeal of the Second Amendment. Good. Yeah, exactly. Well, on that note, I don't have anything else to say about oh, that, this. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't really have anything what, else what to say about What about that this. Uh, one thing? What? Oh. Jeb Bush said something to... Oh uh, yeah, Mark Jeb. Bu- yeah, Jeb Bush. I liked that. You yeah, that. Jeb Bush tried to. Uh, Marco Rubio has missed like all of his Senate votes since he started uh, running, which is bad. Which is very, which is real bad. And so Jeb Bush, who used to be the Florida governor, and Marco Rubio, who is the Florida senator, uh, you know, Jeb Bush was like, you know, Marco, like I supported you, I elected you, I helped elect you, and like, you know, you need to show up. Like, Floridians need a person who's going to show up and work hard for them, and I think you should, like, he said, you should be there. Like, you only have to show up three days a week. Like, you can still campaign, but you should, you know, you should work hard for the people who yeah, elected you. You should, do, you should do your fucking job. And Marco Rubio was like, well, Jeb, like, you didn't complain about John McCain when he was doing it, and he missed his votes, too, but you know, you're only saying this because someone has told you that it will help your campaign and it won't. And it was like a huge slap in the fucking face. Like he answered it great. Yeah. Like as I was watching it, I watched that part live. And like when Jeb said that to Marco, I was like, Oh shit. Like, cause I thought it was good. And then immediately Marco like slapped him back. And I was like, Oh fuck. Like I hate them both. I think they're both shit candidates, but Jeb Bush, that was a lot of people said that if Jeb Bush eventually, if Jeb Bush does lose the nomination, which I think he will, if Jeb Bush ends up dropping out of the race, like that's the moment that sealed his fate. That's what they say. Really? Yeah. I don't think so. That well, of, of you know, in terms of like he's just a terrible campaigner, but like that was the moment that you know, like when uh, Rick Perry did the oops moment on yeah. his. That was the moment that sealed his campaign. They say that this will be the moment like you'll see like his poll numbers drop like if this is what it is yeah if this is what you know if he does end up losing the nomination like they think that is where he will start to slip and i hope so yeah me too who do we, who do we want to be the candidate john Kasich? who do, well it's it's an interesting question because it's like a who do you want to be the candidate because you want them to lose you know who do i want to be I'm the candidate who do to I want lose to be the candidate? Like, who do i like I want. The, I feel like could legitimately win. I want the candidate to be this. Donald Trump because we'll win. Like who would win and like it like, and it wouldn't like, like wouldn't have to like leave America because I think John Kasich or Chris Christie like they can never win. Those are the top. Those are the two in the top ten that would be the least terrible. Like they're not gonna win. They're not gonna win. Uh, I think Ben Carson is gonna win the nomination. I'm, just, I don't I'm think on the record so. right now. I think Ben Carson. Who do you think is gonna be then? I really, th- I sincerely think it's gonna be Donald Trump. I sincerely think Donald Trump is going to be the nominee. Well, that's it. Uh, I think it's going to be Donald versus Hillary. And she will beat him miserably. Yeah, oh. Well, Nate, I told you Nate Silver's predicting a huge landslide for the Democrats. Like, 370 electoral votes. It's like everything. Yeah. Well, we're Democrats. Bye. That's the last time I'm having the macaroni and cheese.